And this is Sermonition Sunday, number 32. Meditations intended to equip the church militant for spiritual warfare. And I am the warrior priest, Donovan Riley. In the name of Jesus, amen. Jesus tells this parable. He says, a sower went out to sow his seed. A farmer went out to plant seed. And as he planted, some fell along the path and was trampled underfoot. And then the birds of the air devoured it. Further than that, Jesus explains, the ones along the path are those who have heard God's word. And then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. What can we expect when Satan snatches away God's word from us? When the devil comes and takes away God's word, the world is hell-bent. When Satan comes and takes away God's word, he also takes away your natural, God-given right to barter and trade, to buy and sell from each other without interest. His servants create debt out of thin air, control the interest rates, and control the printing of all the money. Satan's servants rob us of our health by removing information about natural remedies and outlawing many holistic practices between people that have been shared and practiced for thousands of years. They shame and they outlaw the healers of old whom God called to help and to comfort and to nurse their neighbors back to good health. Satan disfigures and deforms everything that God gives to us for our health and our well-being. He puts sugar and salt and synthetic fats in almost every food that is easily accessible to us. He allows more liquor stores than grocery stores in impoverished neighborhoods. His servants take over our lives and take control of our interpersonal relationships and shove them, all of them, onto an electrical network of deception. He sows fear and doubt and hatred between us, putting enmity between us and God, enmity between us and our neighbors. And he takes a special delight in causing us to hate ourselves. Satan's servants create all kinds of laws to control us and govern the way we behave while we watch them break all of their laws every single day. He rigs our institutions of governance and puts hollow people into phony suits. He stacks all the courts and offices, pulpits and boardrooms with his so-called experts who are really just useful idiots. And then he overlays the whole thing with a theater of the absurd so that we never know what is actually going on. Satan steals God's word from us and creates a prison on earth, preventing us from ever gaining access again to God's word. He subverts the natural order of things, the godly ordering of things. He forcefully clamps us down with inorganic institutions that say they will do one thing, but then they do the opposite. And all eight billion of us, all of us, walk around knowing this is true, that something really satanic, something truly evil is occurring. But most people are too afraid to speak up or fight back. 
So we bury the truth with coffee and cigarettes, with liquor and cheeseburgers, and infinite scrolling to try to hold back the tidal wave of pain and suffering that just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger inside each of us. Because Satan, it seems, enjoys a nearly unchecked authority on earth. And yet for you, for you, the light of Christ, the Holy Spirit sits inside of you, calling and gathering you to Savior Jesus, enlightening you with his word. He sends you a preacher to plant his word in your heart. He causes hope to blossom and to produce the fruits of faith in Christ, the one who will be your hope at times like now, when the world grows dim and dark. So do not lose hope. We are not living in hell, and I do not believe we are going there. But I do believe we are witnessing Satan's attempt to build it here on earth. So thank God, then, that you are planted in good soil, hearing God's word, holding steadfast to it with an honest and a good heart and bearing fruit with patience. You see, according to his own word, God is putting the old world to death, along with Satan and all of his servants, so that a new creation may emerge and thrive forever with Jesus Christ. And how do you know this? How can you trust that God is at work, keeping his promises to you, even though the days are so dim and so dark? The answer, as always, is simple. He sends you a preacher who forgives you in Jesus' name and feeds you Jesus' body and blood, which gives you a new life and a new hope for eternal salvation. And so, yes, the days are very dim and very dark. Satan is attempting to build hell on earth. His servants significantly outnumber God's children. They have all the world's money and power, and influence at their command. But you, you have Christ, the one who has defeated sin and death and hell. You have Christ, and he has overcome the world. So you who have been given ears to hear, listen. When the devil comes and takes away God's word, the world is hell-bent. But you, you are planted and grow in Christ today And always, according to his promise to you, he has overcome the world for you. He has defeated Satan and his servants and all of his useful idiots. A new creation is being built today in your hearing, in the power of Jesus' resurrection. And nothing and nobody can stop it. That is the power of God Almighty. That is the power that Jesus commands. That is the power of the gospel that inspires and enlightens, strengthens and encourages, and gives you true faith and hope. And really, when you really think about it, what is the worst that can happen to you? What is the worst that the world can throw at you? That it kills you? Jesus has overcome the world. He will simply raise you from the dead. That is the power of God. That is the power that Jesus commands. That is the power of the gospel, that it can raise you from the dead. You, who are a baptized child of God, 
You for whom Jesus died and rose from the dead. You for whom Jesus defeated sin and death and Satan. You to whom he sends a preacher again today to proclaim the good news that you are forgiven all your sin, that not even death can claim you for itself, and that Satan is powerless to prevent you from receiving God's word as gift, as absolution, as promise, and as hope for you today and always in the name of Jesus. Amen.